Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode with Colin Crawford is all about the Chicago Bears' Week 2 victory over the New York Giants at Soldier Field. Uh, home field does, doesn't really matter anymore because there aren't fans in the majority of stadiums because coronavirus exists and it's a uh, ravage of the country. And that's why we now have a Patreon account. Go to you, me, them, everybody.com in the podcast description. You could uh, donate there. Every, every dollar helps. I promise I will spend... Zero of those dollars uh, ordering the NFL Sunday ticket or buying a ticket to one of the few stadiums that has fans or supporting the NFL in any way other than uh, watching it and talking about it and reminding everybody that systematic racism does exist. And so does CTE. Here's Colin. What kind of car did you purchase? So I've had a Volkswagen Golf for like six years and it's 11 years old. Mm-hmm. And I traded in and bought a Mustang convertible today. What? Yeah. So... <laughs> I'm uh, being a big car boy today. What what year? Uh, 18, 2018. Okay, so you have a Mustang now? I have I'm a I have a Mustang now. I am a Mustang guy now. A Mustang convertible, and you're in a, and you're on Los Angeles, right? Yes. So you decided that the sky is on fire. I need the best view possible. It's time to yes, get a convertible. Yes, I need to breathe as much smoke as I possibly can. Uh, yeah. That's basically it. What do you think is going to be a better decision? What you did today or whatever the Bears do with Mitchell this year? Oh, God. I mean, both are a stupid waste of money. (laughs) 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 Um, Oh, boy. I kind of. How much did you buy the car for? Come on. Um, like low tens, like, like 19. Like, oh, seriously? Yeah, it's like the same price. There's literally a Camry next to it that was the exact same price. Why is the Mustang that cheap? Was is it a lemon or something? No, it's just uh, convertibles it's in 2020. So it's not the V8. Uh, okay. Yes, convertibles in 2020. And yeah, those I just made a ton of them. And I think they're just pretty cheap. Like the most expensive one I saw was like twenty four thousand dollars. That's not crazy at all. Like your Volkswagen Golf new is probably way more expensive. Yeah, it's probably about yeah. Now I kind of want to get a Mustang. <laughs> Yeah, go. This is what you're gonna do now. I'm now a uh, I'm guerrilla marketing for Ford. All right. Um, we I don't think you and I have talked in like a decade. So I thanks for doing right. this. Um, no problem. A decade ago, I was probably at the start of my anti NFL CTEs real. Why won't they admit it? I can't watch this game anymore. And then I think the last three years is where I'm like I started to change my my tune on that. And last year was the first year I watched every game because now I have a kid and I don't want to be that one dad that's like sports ball. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, fuck yeah, that yeah. guy. So, but at the same time, it's like I, I I couldn't even watch the fourth quarter live because I was at a playground date. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be a good parent. Anyways, I've been able to rationalize why I watch this inherently evil game because most mm-hmm. things are inherently evil. You're not an idiot. <laughs> Why are you watching the NFL in 2020? Uh, oh boy, I didn't know I was going to get like called before the carpet like this. <laughs> real gotcha journalism. Uh, I don't know. I it's to me, it's like no ethical consumption under capitalism in a way. It's yeah. like it's all bad. I, what am I going to not eat and not buy Mustangs? <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I guess there are. What made you change your mind? Are has there been any like? Yeah, the, uh, there's like two major things. Number one, every single player that's currently in the NFL knew about the CTE risk by the time they were playing football in high school. 
That's that's a good point. Where when we when twenty twenty like I didn't know when I played high school when I played pop Warner football like that CT wasn't a thing. So now yeah, I was like, oh, he got his bell wrong. Exactly. Like, uh, so now that was like the biggest one that the, the the people are aware. And then the second one is the NFL ended up paying Kaepernick in that lawsuit in twenty nineteen a ton of money, and yeah. that made me feel like, well, it's worth it. <laughs> like, um, yeah. So that those are the two biggest reasons. Yeah, I mean, I've never not talked a bunch of shit about the NFL and how it's evil and Roger Goodell is evil, uh, but I've also never not watched it. So Okay, so you didn't have any break. And this is when the Bears have not been good. Yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so it's selling your soul for uh, to, like, be mediocre at guitar. <laughs> like, Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I just I, – I was, like, sort of slow to start with football as a kid, and then, like – early 2000s i just got into it and i was always a bears fan um, so the bears fan is because probably the same reason i'm a bears fan like i'm from chicago like it's a regional well, thing i'm from new orleans but my dad is from chicago so, so that counts it was, it was bears and saints yeah, go, yeah growing up um do do you still root for this do you root for the saints so i don't like believe in a number two team but mm. if i did they would be it and so like i want them to win I wish they were in the AFC so there was just like, you know, that would be great if we met in the Super Bowl or whatever. But uh so I wouldn't say a Saints fan, but I am a well wisher of the Saints. You're a well wisher of the Saints because you like align politically with Drew Brees. Yes, that's right. Cool. I uh I think that uh taking a knee is a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of the most outspoken funny people when it comes to politics on uh, twitter.com and that always makes me wonder, like, once again, how can you be a football fan? I'm, I feel the same way. I don't know how I'm able to, like, rationalize this. What do you think about this year's end racism campaign, specifically in the end zone of the Washington football team and the Kansas City Chiefs? Uh, so I didn't – is this that they're painting end racism on the field now? In every end zone. at the at, Like, just outside of it. It's in all the stadiums. I, I guess it makes sense I wouldn't have seen that as a Bears fan. I wouldn't have noticed the end zone very much. Nice um, dig. Yeah, got him. Uh, I guess that's good. Racism is bad. Um, I know when I saw that commercial where it was like, all people should be able to play NFL. I was just like, don't start this with the word all. Like, don't, mm-hmm. don't do it. Like, yeah. But they have to. They have to walk that line and like be like, everyone's equal and all lives matter without saying all lives matter. But they so don't. I guess it's- they could just say nothing, and they have for a long time. Yes. I mean, so yeah, it's good. And like, so when I first saw that commercial, I was just like, fuck this. It's such like a wet noodle. But then, you know, they showed a helmet with Breonna Taylor's name on it. And I was like, that's something, you know? Yeah. And, uh, uh, they showed like footage of the L.A. protests and all that. So I was like, they're not like shying away. They're just not, you know, like swinging their dick around as much as they could be, you know? Yeah. Um Speaking of swinging their dicks around, are you happy that the Bears' defense is like perennially amazing and keeps us in the game, or are you like a lot of Chicago Bears fans and, and wish they would just actually tank? No, I never tank. I okay. I watch every game and I want them to win, and so like I don't care if we're you know seven and five or whatever. Uh, if we're like four and ten or something i still want to watch them win i want to watch my team that i like win because otherwise what are we doing here you know what i mean absolutely you can always be tanking for next year yeah so do you think the bears have any chance Um, of winning with our current front office and our starting quarterback 
Oh boy. Well, first of all, back to your last question about defense. I let me just say I'd rather watch a six to nothing game than a uh you know shootout, one of those like uh Chargers uh Chiefs shootouts like yeah. they had last year, like 56 to 49. Mm-hmm. I love defense. I love watching defense. I've only ever played defense when I played sports. Like okay. So I just I the Bears defense should always be good. And I don't like I would like for our offense to be good at the same time. That mm-hmm. would be nice. Uh but yeah, I love good defense. Um front office. Can we win with them? I don't know. I I I'm not I don't know enough about like which owners are good and bad. I don't know if McCaskey is bad or mm-hmm. what it's like her grandson now is doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Um but I I I think like if you don't look at Trubisky who is such a fucking question mark. If you look at like his like I still like um uh Pace's draft. I I think he drafts well. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at what he's gotten, like I think he's like weirdly more confident when he's on a fourth rounder than he is. I think he overthinks like early pick. Sure, and he's like kind of a genius at rounds three through six or whatever. Um, so I'm like I'm not quite ready to be like let's change it all yet. I'm not. I didn't love Nagy last year. Yeah, only because I think his system like a little bit like reeks of hubris, where he's like. My system can win with any quarterback, and so I'm not going to change anything with no matter what's in there. And, like, we saw that fail over and over again in just really embarrassing ways. Do you know what he has uh, on his laminated this... play sheet? B-U. Yes. B-U. <laughs> Thank you. More like P-U if you have to. <laughs> Got him again. <laughs> that is I'm the... going to – oh, man. There's a – there's a news article. This headline I tweeted out whenever the Bears do something really stupid, which is like it was a headline from I think the start of last season when expectations were like on the moon for the Bears. Mm-hmm. And it was like the headline was like magicians and dance parties. Nagy is bringing the fun back to football. <laughs> it's like these it's got magicians performing for them and stuff. <laughs> uh, I think they could win with everybody except him. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I, I, so I think he's so tied to, especially now that he's starting him again, he's so tied to Trubisky at this point. Like, I think if we lose Trubisky, we got to send him packing too now, you know? Well, that's the thing. I have nothing against Mitchell. I think he's he could be a competent quarterback. He could be – he is determined to be our next Rex Grossman. Like, yeah. he I is mean, I was pumped guy. when we drafted him. I celebrated because I don't know Dick about college football, and he was highly <laughs> rated and, yeah, like yeah. – there was footage of him throwing good passes, and I was like, "Finally, yeah, someone will throw good passes in a blue uniform." Well, um, we've had actually like competent quarterbacks, like, but it was the least fun decade of a quarterback you could have with Cutler. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all pro Cutler, except that he's a weird Republican dickhead, but they yeah. all are. Um, but I, I, I loved the Jay Cutler ride. I never wanted to get off. I loved him like being supposedly pouty, uh, supposedly. I, I didn't think he was that bad. I I thought he – like Aaron Rodgers gets away with everything that people like shit on him for where he's, you know, throwing tantrums and yelling at his teammates and stuff. Yeah, but he uh, like won. That's true. So yeah. that's why. And also he's a part owner of the Bucks, and they seem cool. Yeah. Uh, that's do you, true. Do you wish Foles was starting? I At the start of the season, I certainly wished he mm-hmm. was. I was like, we brought in this new guy. I want to see – Let's see if this offense can run with someone who can read progressions. Like that's, that's been the most frustrating thing as the 
being a Bears uh, fan for the past decade is like, can we just get one guy who sees someone's cover, then moves to the second read, sees that's covered, moves to the third read and throws it? Like, and Mitch for, for his has been doing a little bit of that this year. So mm-hmm. I'm a little bit excited about that. But yeah, when Foles came in, I was like, we've seen this guy. He's not, doesn't have a cannon. He's not super mobile. Uh, but we've seen him like read his progressions and hit the open man. And I was like, that's all we need. The, you know, back in like, go the, ahead. The thing about this year that's so odd is the lack of preseason makes like the first four weeks of errors completely forgivable. And then any of the good stuff, it's like, oh, that guy stayed in condition. He's he's actually good this year. He's actually always been good. We've yes, but like that's why I'm afraid. Not afraid, but I'm pretty confident that we're gonna go four and zero, and we're gonna end the season eight and eight. Yeah, that's one hundred percent possible. Uh. I who's I know we got who do you have next week? We got the Falcons, and even though the Falcons are zero and two, I think they're zero two. They had they lost that heartbreak today against the Cowboys. Uh, they're the favorite as they should be. Yeah, I mean we know they're better than zero two, <laughs> but I do like, think we're going to win. Yeah, I, and I don't know. I'm never I'm never going to do a Bears game. I was just talking to someone during the half today because you know we were up, mm-hmm. and then. I was like, when's the last time you remember like being sure the Bears were going to win with a like. And I don't remember when I the last time I was sure we were gonna win, like going into the halftime or anything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's rough. Yeah, I think you're right. The, well, that's a lie. Every single time we play the Lions, I think we're gonna win. <laughs> I I mean, you remember the end of the last? I game. do. Like, but it was still good lord. The Lions, and even though the Lions lost that game, we didn't win that game. Yes, exactly. But and today, that's what you count on them to do. I feel like I feel like today we won this game. Yeah, I mean, ugh, there's it's it's just that typical Bears roller coaster of like mm-hmm. they look like a different team depending on what series it is. Like, uh, that first half was incredible. I was like, okay, Mitch is waking up. Like mm-hmm. the last, you know, he had that incredible last quarter, last game, and then. He's throwing these strikes, and uh, Mooney, by the way, is looking awesome. Uh, I was very excited to see him. Like he was, I, as far as I'm concerned, right now he's the number two receiver on the team. Um, but uh, yeah, and then they look like a different fucking team. It's just this, I, you know. I wish I was smarter about football, but that's what it is. It's like I can only. It's just the smell test with me, and they yeah. looked like shit. And it's just like that same old feeling when it's like, I know we're not going to convert here. I know <laughs> that they're going to like can get a touchdown, like all that stuff. I don't blame Mitch for that interception, by the way. I'm no, that interception out. was just, that's a great defensive play. There's literally nothing you could do other than not throw that pass. But that's, that brings up to your, your previous point. Would a different quarterback not have thrown into that coverage? I He had the guy beat. He just, he lost the ball because it was like perfect cornerback coverage. Yeah. Oh, and so, he was, he was hitting guys in like, he was completing passes in triple mm-hmm. coverage a couple times, so he will make that throw every single time. Oh, which interceptions are we talking about? Because he actually, both of them weren't that bad. One was off of a bear. So I'm talking about the pop-up where the he pop hit the up, guy okay. in the hands. Yeah. That's what I, mean, I was referring to as well. But too hard. Like, it, it made me think of the first one. Like It wasn't that bad of an interception. I mean, it wasn't good. He shouldn't have thrown in that yeah. coverage, but like he hit his guy. It just happened to have yeah. a bad bounce. So, I mean, I don't know. I truly, Mitch Trubisky is a fucking enigma. Like, I don't know what to think about him anymore i was i was ready to cut him last year i just hate Nagy so much it's that's the issue that that's making me oddly like mitch like what Nagy did in the in the rams game last year i don't know if you remember it was like a sunday night game he like pulled them together 
What's up? It all blends together in my brain, all the games. He pulled them when the Bears still had a chance to win. He, like, he benched them. Oh, yes. Yes. But then started them next week. Yeah. What's that about? I don't understand. I don't. I, I think, I mean, I'm not the first person to say this. I think that Philly game just melted his brain for yeah. the entire year. I think he just had, truly had worms in his brain all year about kickers yeah. and just Mitch and protecting him and, like, whether the season could be saved or not. I think it was just this weird, he just had psychosis after that loss. Um, and maybe it's different now. I mean, they've been, he's been calling plays a little bit more the way he was, I guess, before we're seeing some of those, like those quick screens that are actually working for once. And he's actually running it pretty well. Um, do you think the lack of fans is a good thing for the 2020 no, bears? That's the, my, that's my big point when you were talking about the no preseason, I think people aren't talking enough. I think no crowd is affecting the sport across the board more mm-hmm. than maybe any other, any other sport. Cause these guys, it's not basketball where it's the clock is always moving and you're always doing something. Mm-hmm. This is like 15 seconds of action and everyone's screaming and you're feeding off that for like it's a sprint you're just doing a series of sprints and you mm-hmm. need that juice i think and i think it's just it's showing uh on the field both on offense and defense like when uh somebody snapped off a big run in a situation i can't even remember where they shouldn't have been able to do that and i was like that's practice that's practice shit like mm-hmm. it felt like watching a scrimmage and i think like and i hate the fake crowd too i hate it okay yeah the fake crowd is bothersome to me but what's way more bothersome to me is the in stadium announcing oh they're doing that i didn't even realize exactly that. I I didn't notice that. yeah it's really weird it makes me wonder like okay do they think the coaches won't know what's going on or the players <laughs> will or is it legitimately like we need to make this sound as as close to like madden as possible it might be that. It might be a little bit of both. It might just be like standard procedure where it's like the team, like in the rule book, the team is responsible for having those on the, like those announcements that's third down or whatever. I don't know. It's weird, man. Also, why are we still using chains in 20? 20- yeah. It's like, I, that's another thing. It's like, this game is all made up. I know all games are made up, but like we have an umpire calling balls and strikes. We get it, but they have the, the box on the screen. We have the first down marker for football, but it it doesn't make any sense. That, sorry, I think it's that like that old school like uh, I don't trust it if I can't hold it in my hands type. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, that. But, but it's also like yeah, but a guy's just like guessing where the ball should go. Yes, there's no exact like science in football. Like a, like a chip or something in there that would just precisely tell you where the ball went. I yeah, it does seem like we could know if they crossed the plane. Like we could know all sorts of stuff. Did you notice that the Chicago Bears won two weeks in a row only because of two field goals that probably would have been made if there was a preseason? I did not notice that. I noticed that it was two like missed passes in the end zone with no time left. <laughs> that's fair. Um, uh, but yeah, that's true. Uh, also a doink, which is pretty beautiful. Yeah. Do you fun. think that this special teams will ever be as good as the special teams that we had with Devin Hester? No, I don't. I don't. I mean, that was so fucking special, yeah. you know. I and we also lost Dave Tube Tobe, however you say his name, uh, who I think is maybe the best special teams coach in the league, just based on I guess articles I've read and just what I've seen him like draw up. Um, and just I think that combination was just so goddamn special, and I don't think 
I mean, maybe someone will have something like that again, but uh, I, I don't see anyone right now capable of running like Devin Hester in his prime. No. That shit was just incredible. <laughs> Do you play fantasy? I used to. Uh, I stopped mostly because it was like a workplace thing and then I got mm-hmm. a different job and just I haven't had any friends who do it. I'm also like, I only want to do it if no one gives a shit or if everyone takes it very seriously. Yeah. Uh, and it's always a bummer when you're put like people aren't putting people in their lineup and stuff. And so I just, I also just don't have time to watch every game the way I did back in the day. Do you, uh, did previous to this year, would you watch every bears game at home or would you go out to a bar? I would go to a I so I did the like NFL Sunday ticket thing. Well, mm-hmm. I lived in Chicago for a while, so then it was like go to a bar if it's a big game and you can celebrate with people yeah. and then watch it at home otherwise. Uh and then I moved to New York and I I had this like local Brooklyn bar I would go to with Tommy Mack and uh, yeah. some other people. Um and that place Canal Bar. Everyone go to Canal Bar to watch the Bears. It's the most fun. Um and now we can't do that. So now I just uh pirate it online and I would if there was a thing where I could give you a hundred dollars and I could watch every team, every like every game of just one team that I want to watch play, they're just leaving money on the table by not letting me do that. So I will pirate it until they offer that. To yeah, me. isn't that doesn't the NBA? I think NBA League Pass offers like one team or whole league. Yeah, that makes. I mean, why wouldn't you do that? The, yeah. the NBA doesn't hate their fans the way the NFL does. Are you watching the bubble? Uh, no, I th- I like want to get back into basketball you know, a way that I just haven't put in the work to do it. Are you uh, bulls but, or Pelicans? Uh, that's weird. I was bulls because I was a, you know, a, a boy in the nineties yeah. and there wasn't a new Orleans team. But so I was like, you know, for Michael Jordan now, like I watched, you know, the documentary and stuff and watching it was this interesting thing of like, how much did I care about what he was doing on the court versus just the phenomenon of Michael Jordan? I feel like it's probably 50, 50. Really? It my mind. Like, cause I just didn't understand it. You know, I was a kid and I was like, this guy's this famous man. And I think he's so cool. And he's mm-hmm. playing basketball with the Looney Tunes and stuff. Uh, and just like, I couldn't understand like that. Like Michael Jordan set my expectation for what basketball should look like. So it yeah. wasn't special to me. Um, so yeah, I was a huge Bulls fan then. And then I just stopped watching as I got more into football. Um, and I don't want to be fair weather or anything, but like New Orleans also didn't have a team. And I probably would have been a Pelicans yeah. fan if we had one. So now I'm like, I'm considering the Pelicans as like a way back into the NBA. Uh, so probably I'll be a Pelicans fan in the next like two years. The Well, you have a bright future, so that's cool. Yeah, I was like, Zion is exciting. And I was like, there's some buzz around this team. I really, I feel like this makes me sound like I only want to root for superstars because I'm, but no, I'm a Bears fan. You're a Bears fan. Yeah, so who's, <laughs> so two questions here. Uh, one's childhood, the other is uh, modern day childhood. Who's the football Michael Jordan? For me or for, for you league? when you were the same when you were like first getting into football, who was the the equivalent of Michael Jordan? I mean, God, those teams were so forgettable back then that I couldn't even tell you very many Bears players. But like, oh, it doesn't I have knew. to be the Bears. Okay, I mean, I thought Emmett Smith was really yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, uh, I loved watching him because he was so fast but also strong and would just blow through people. Um, and then you know it was like as much as I hated to admit it, like watching Brett Favre was really exciting. <laughs> so like, yeah, I think that's why we're going to beat the bucks in week four, by the way. Um, I'm pretty sure you could probably verify that the bears took Favre out of the league. Finally, when he was on a Viking, they did Corey Wooten. I will never forget that. He like tore his shoulder. Yeah. Out. I'm not, I don't want a horrible thing to happen to 
anybody, but I wouldn't <laughs> be shocked if like Khalil Mack ends Tom Brady's career in two weeks. Yeah, yeah, you know that line is not great, and uh, Khalil Mack is looking hungry already. Yeah, he looks He's, amazing. He he, uh, he tore. Um, God, I forgot his name. What's his face? A new one today. Like he that blindside hit on it was mm-hmm. just nasty. So uh, you mentioned uh, watching less NBA when you started getting more and more into the NFL. This is obviously unlike any other year. We have playoff baseball taking place at the same time as playoff basketball as the Stanley Cup Finals, and now the first month of professional football. Are you as, um, I don't know, engrossed in the NFL, or are these other sports taking away any of that attention? Mm-hmm. I mean, right now, my, you know, I was in Chicago for all the Blackhawks stuff, and that was really fun, but I've always been football first more than anything. And uh, basketball, basketball right now for me, I mostly experience it through House of Highlights on Instagram, where I just get to see all the awesome shit that happened that day. Uh, but so, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's football or nothing for me. It, it has been for a good bit. Do you think that there's any way that there won't be fans for the playoffs in the Super Bowl. Meaning in the stadium. Like I think there's a way. I think there's a lot of ways that can happen. Um but you think like no matter how bad COVID still is, like between Trump and the White House and just the overall demand for it, we'll figure out a way to have people in it. Yes. And I wonder. I don't know. That's an interesting question. I I I I guarantee if they offered uh, you know, like you can do a an, a Super Bowl bubble where we will make sure you stay in your hotel room mm-hmm. for two weeks beforehand. I feel like the people who can afford to go to the Super Bowl have the means and the passion to do that and would do it. So, like, if there was that, if that was a thing that was on offer, people would definitely do it. And there's so much demand for it that I could see that happening. Would you feel comfortable doing it? Would I go if the Bears go to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Uh, this is the hardest. I've ever had like for COVID going into lockdown, I was like banging that drum real early and was like, we're not having any takeout or anything. We're being super strict. And this is the first thing that I've been like, I don't know. It might be worth it. If I die, I die. (laughs) (laughs) To observe a team, even though it's better to watch on TV, I would, I would do it. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Or I'm, I'm definitely thinking about it (laughs) because I'm going to die without seeing the bears in the Super Bowl. Or I could die by seeing them in the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, ah, God, I don't know. I'd, you know what? If they were like, even though this is completely, su- I'm a English major and have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. They're like, we'll put two seats in between everyone. I'm like, all right, yeah, great. That's enough for me to know <laughs> I can do this. Uh, I don't think I wouldn't do it, but that's not because of anything to do with like safety it's just like I don't, it's, it's a bad experience i wouldn't want to go i guess it's like you're also at now i get something i didn't think about just now is like you're making a statement by doing that yeah. that i don't think i want to be making <laughs> <laughs> do you feel guilt about enjoying the nfl now yeah in some way like my guilt doesn't like you said the cte thing i feel like everyone understands it now mm-hmm. and it's bad and they're not doing, and I will call attention to it whenever I can, and like call the t- attention to the fact that it's people with no other opportunities being told like go destroy your brain and we'll give you millions of dollars. Uh, but my main thing is like 
there's just so much ugly money and ugly humanity like tied up in this where it's like something that like really took the fun out of it is realizing like I'm cheering next to a bunch of people that I would fucking remove from the earth if I could do it with just by thinking about it. You know what I mean? I do. Like, but all these like don't kneel for the anthem people. Like I, those are the people you're cheering next to and all the owners are just scumbags. And like, yeah, every one of these white linemen and quarterbacks were just, like God since they were 14 years old and they're all Republicans and they all give money to Trump except for fucking Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> like it's so infuriating. <laughs> yeah. So do you wish you were a Packers fan? Because that's the team I wish I rooted for. I mean, I, I don't hate Packers fans because of the rivalry. I hate it because they're all, you know, Wisconsin dickheads. Like, <laughs> I don't know um, any Wisconsin dickheads. I know what, like, I everyone from Wisconsin I know is really like depressed and nice. Well, that was like yeah, but you know them because they moved away from Wisconsin. That's fair. You are <laughs> like, fair. you know, they got away from all that. Uh, but you know, like I'm sure Milwaukee's great. Um, yeah, you've never been. About, I've been. I used to go to. Uh, there was a Menards up there. They turned into a mountain bike park, and I used to go and drive. Oh my hell bike. yeah! It was awesome. Uh, but no, you know, like all that making a murderer all lives matter crew i just i don't i don't like that i don't associate making a murder with all lives matter but now i do i mean ask anyone on that show which lives matter (laughs) how is there not just a different true crime genre that's just football that's not the one cool murder from the patriots there's lots of cool murders that like the nfl is just overlooking and, and missing some money on the true crime circuit that's true. And honestly, if they tied it to the team so everyone could yeah, cheer against the murderer on the team that they yeah. like. <laughs> Do you think this season's going to end? I mean, it's going to end, but do you think they'll, it'll be completed? You think it'll make it all the way through the point? I have no idea. Um, it seems like there's a lot of political interest around it not ending. Yeah. Um, and obviously money. Uh, but that's another thing is I don't know. I don't know exactly what precautions are being taken. Like the bubble, everyone can understand it. Mm -hmm. And like you, you can like, you grok what they're doing with that. But this, I don't know. I guess they're just testing them a lot. I'm guessing they're doing nothing. (laughs) And if I was like a 23 year old, just entering the league and had my entire, like, this is destroying people's bodies. Yeah. I'd like, you can fucking wait till next year. I'm not playing. Like, I don't know why these guys are playing. I would not play. So I don't know how much you care about the XFL, but I'm convinced that if anything horrible happens with the NFL this year and The Rock actually makes the XFL a bubble league and does it on like a close set thing like his number one rated uh, competition show on NBC, that it could be a feeder league for the NFL where people just skip college. And some even NFL players would be like, screw this. I'll take the $5 million in safety and be associated with the highest grossing entertainer in the world rather than play for like $10 million in these assholes. So 100%. I would love it. If that happens, <laughs> that would be awesome. I mean, the USFL only failed because one guy decided to try to compete with the NFL. It was doing very and well. Wasn't that guy, uh, Donald Trump. Yeah. He's in the WWE hall of fame. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. What's the bears record going to be? We're two and oh, we're obviously oh, two weeks boy. in. If you'd asked me two weeks ago, I would have said that we're doing eight and eight again. Okay. Now that we're two and zero and we have a hall of fame quarterback. Yeah. 
I don't know. So I always I I look at it like a spectrum. I think my I think the best we can hope for is ten and six, and that's so that's like that's the high end of my like reasonable expectation. Is that what you want to be locked in right now? Ten and six. If I could pick ten and six, you yeah, could pick lock in ten and six. Do it ten and six. Are oh, you saying what? I, do I want to be locked in as like predicting that, or yes. do I want to be? Oh, I thought you meant like if I could choose ten and six. Well, if you could choose anything, wouldn't you just be sixteen or no? Well, yeah, but I don't. <laughs> Even in your like fantasy, you're like six well, losses. No, that, that's, that's great. Like, that's like the question. It's like if you could guarantee ten and six, but you're eating those six losses without the games being played, I'd be like, fuck yeah, take that. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna. I, if I'm gonna put, if I'm putting my name on it, like if I'm putting like this is my prediction, put my little stamp next to it. Based on these two weeks, I'm going to put us at nine and seven. All right. That's you and Tommy Mack have nine and seven listed. Uh, do we make the playoffs with a nine and no. seven record? No. No playoffs? Not with uh, nine and seven. Do, Unless Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. Well, that's that's why this season is so fascinating, and I don't mean that in like a horrible way, but I'm pretty sure Garoppolo is out for the season now. Oh, really? Or he got hurt today. That. So like it, nothing's on the nothing's off the table. Uh, who's there? Who finishes the season uh, at quarterback? Uh, Foles, one hundred percent. Unless unless Foles comes in and flames out, and then they put Trubisky back in. That's the only way he's finishing the season. Who's in the Super Bowl? Oh man. Uh, um, you know what? I'm gonna give it to Saints. Okay. I'm say Saints are going Super Bowl, and they're gonna play against. And here's the real stretch. But just based on what I've seen these last two weeks, I'm putting the Titans in the Super Bowl. Ooh. Who wins that game? I think they have it in them. Saints. Once again, because you align with Drew Brees' political. I align, and yes, because I love him, and I uh, I think that uh, the China virus can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Chiefs and the Packers, and I'm saying the Chiefs win. Uh, Tommy's got the Chiefs yeah. going over uh, the Saints. The Chiefs are uh, very, very good in a way that I feel like I can't pick them because it's too easy. <laughs> so I watched that game on mute because my wife really hates football. So I literally didn't hear the fans booing. Mm. So after the game, I was talking to my friend Joe and I'm like, man, this is the easiest team to root for. You got such a nice, lovable coach and like your fan base went through so much and your quarterback, what a guy like owns part of the Royals now. And he actually seems underpaid, even though he's the highest yeah. paid. He's like, Oh yeah. They booed the, they booed people for uh, saying people shouldn't be murdered for the color of their skin. It wasn't even that big of a statement. Like they weren't <laughs> just saying black lives matter. They were saying like, this is the unity stance or whatever. Like it's just, <laughs> They booed unity. It's like, great. Oh, what a horrible fucking league. Uh, yeah. That's what I mean. They really took the fucking fun out of it. Just like everything else. Uh, why Mike, do you, so Mike, once again, why are you watching? Because it's such a good product. <laughs> I, I hate it's such to me. There's nothing else like it. Like, you know, soccer is obviously the most beautiful sport and like basketball is maybe also the most beautiful sport. But to me, it's like the chess. It's like this. It's like if chess, but the players had to, like, the pieces had to physically fight to actually take each other. Yeah. So it's like this combination of brain and bronze and teamwork, and nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Run up the middle, and then the most amazing thing you've ever seen happen. That it could happen at any time. You do not have a child, correct? No, hell no, never. If. <laughs> Hypothetically, if you had a child, would you let them play professional football? Well, did you let them play football? Uh, so I'm not, I 
I assume if I had a kid, I wouldn't be in the business of telling them what they could or couldn't do. So you'd just be a deadbeat parent. Yes, exactly. Uh, I would not, I would definitely not push them into football at all. And I would tell them like, this will destroy your brain, but if they were good at it and liked it, I'd probably let them do it. You said Uh, you played. I did not play. I played lacrosse. Okay. So cool. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know lacrosse was a thing until I moved to DC. But I played it in like I wasn't like a prep. School. I played it at my dinky like dirt Catholic school in North Carolina. It wasn't the same as like Maryland, you know, whatever. Isn't it? It's uh, like a state away. They're next door. It's trust me. North Carolina and Maryland are not the same. Um, I played Pop Warner, and I uh, I still regret it. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, you think you think you could have been like a scientist? <laughs> oh no, 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 absolutely not. I just would have had fewer concussions. I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you know what? Like, I probably would make my kid be, I probably wouldn't let them start like that. What's it called? The Friday Night Tykes or whatever. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'd probably make them be a pre, like a tween before they could start <laughs> playing anything like that. I, that's the thing. It's like, I think I'm watching this. So, uh, some bullshit about my kid, but maybe I'm just watching it because, like, death seems closer than ever. So, let's embrace it. Yeah. And no sport embraces death more than professional football. Well, and I don't have a kid. Yes, and yeah, it is the most nihilist league in the world. Um, I don't have a kid, so I'll put it on myself. Knowing about CTE, and if I was as good as these guys in the NFL, there's nothing that could stop me from doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I probably wouldn't be a a lineman because that's the real. Yeah. Like, you're going to be in a wheelchair yelling at the door all the rest of your life, but like. If I was like a skilled position player, hell yeah, I would do it. There's yeah. nothing that could stop me from doing that. Cool. Uh, all that just said to me was uh, Trump's going to win. Let's embrace the China virus and uh, power forward, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I also feel like Trump is going to win. <laughs> well, bear down, man. 